welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your hosts Jeremy and Brian, a.k.a. Mr. Probs, a.k.a. Big Tasty. Look, serving in worship and production can be one of the most rewarding experiences, but it can also feel like... I'm a worship pastor, and I'm a production pastor, and these are our problems. Welcome to episode 83 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast, where we aim to encourage, entertain, and equip worship and tech leaders all over the world. Sponsored by Planning Center Online. What's up, Big Tasty? What is up? You know, podding. We be podding. We be pod. One of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. I, I texted Brian. I don't remember if it was a text or if it was uh, a call. I was like, "Bro, what's going? On? What you be doing?" He goes, "Just over here memeing." <laughs> I don't know why it just caught me funny, dude. Well, hey guys, welcome to episode eighty-three of the Worship Leader Probs Podcast. Hey, BT, before we get a little too far into this thing, you want to tell everybody about our sponsor. Planning Center Online. Love it. Love it. Planning Center Online is the best. And so they have a free app for your congregation. Uh, if you use Planning Center applications, you can give the people uh, in your church access to an app where they can connect to the life of your church by checking in their families, giving, joining groups, managing their personal profile information, and registering for events. It's called Church Center. And you can learn more at planning.center slash church dash center. Playing.center slash church.center. Dash. Sorry. Church dash, dash center. Nice. What did you do with your dash? Uh, Mrs. Dash. You ever heard that poem? No. So like a guy dies or a girl dies. And it's, you know, 1970 to whatever. And okay. it's, there's this dash in between. What did you do? Oh. Nice. Sorry, to, I didn't mean to go hammer time this early, but oh, you 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 brought the velvet hammer down. I love it. <laughs> well, so we have sad news to share with the WLP Nation. Brian Tabor has to go back to work tomorrow, guys. It's uh, I'm it got it's got me in the feels today, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> So how did you spend your dash today? <laughs> I'm already thinking about like, so I have, I've worn shorts virtually every day for the last three months. Got to oh, put, wow. got to put jeans on tomorrow. I, I will say that's one of the things I'm very thankful for the church that I serve at. We can wear shorts, mm. but I went, I went 10 and a half years wearing jeans every single day at my last church. Oof. And so they asked me, like, Jeremy, why don't you ever wear jeans or pants? They're like, we don't care. You got shorts. And I'm like, because I wore jeans for 10 years. Right. And you're in South Florida. Well, yeah. So, so I'm going back tomorrow. Yeah. What's on the agenda for tomorrow? Other than sitting in your room and crying when you get to the office. <laughs> well, I got the new mini fridge that is that is disguised as a Marshall amp. So I got, got to install that. Okay. That makes and sense. And I got to transfer the cold drinks from the former... The former rain to the latter rain, you know. Okay, Marshall. gotcha. Got a. Uh, we have an intern tomorrow. Will be her first. Oh. Uh, her first day in the office as well. That's awesome. Um, All right, let's we did. We got an. We got an email today saying, you know, to celebrate having everyone back, we're gonna provide a Chick Fil A breakfast Ooh. for the whole staff tomorrow. So that's pretty kind. That's a hey really yo. kind. It's kind. Kind gesture. 
It is, yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. Okay, so I've got an intern. This is my this is the second time in my career that I've had an intern for summer. What do you guys do at MPCC through for interns? Like, is this like um, an official one coming from somebody's school? Do you put together your own curriculum? Like, how do you handle interns in your church? Well, she, yeah, she is a worship student at Indiana Wesleyan University. And oh, so, nice. and she actually uh, grew up in our church. Oh, so, that's super cool. Yeah. So I, I always tell them um, the best thing I can do for you is to give you experience in every area of worship and production. So she'll, she'll do that. Uh, this last week we recorded our service, uh, at our downtown campus. That so was we're, super cool by the way. Oh, well, thanks. It was, uh, it was not my best, uh, vocal, uh, <laughs> you know, situation. So I don't, I didn't feel great about that. Is um, it because you had to wear pants? Well, exactly, exactly. And we just got done, you know, interviewing Steve Amerson with his macho head games and the, oh, yeah. the golden Seriously. tones coming out of him. So, uh, but thank you. So we're, we're going to go to all of our campuses now. So the intern, uh, her name is Rachel. So I don't just keep calling her the intern. Uh, Rachel will, uh, she'll help, she'll help lead uh, this next weekend at, at the next campus. And oh, cool. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll get her some experience in that. I told her, you know, uh, we're going to spend some time this summer uh, watching all the planning center instructional videos because, you know, a lot, so proud of, you right lots now. of things have changed in, in within planning center. So we're going to do that. She's going to spend some time with our production director, Kyle, and uh, learn a little bit about lighting and all of those things. And so, awesome. yeah, we try to get them as broad. I always tell them, here's the deal. People think I sit around and listen to Elevation Worship all day or Hillsong or Steve Amerson. Steve Amerson. Um, so here's the deal. On a good week, I spend maybe two hours leading worship. Maybe that's a yeah. good, that's a good week. The rest yeah. of the time, administrating, planning, managing details, 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 details. And so I always tell them, get ready to see behind the curtain. And it's going to be lots of details. People get ready. The details are coming soon. You're becoming home. Mm, they've given your desk to Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're, we, we, we have an intern. He's a worship uh, major at Southeastern university in Lakeland. Oh, nice. And so yeah. we're doing the same thing. He's getting a lot of, uh, he'll spend a couple of days with me during the week and then I'll spend a couple of days with Andy during the week. And so like it works out because I, I take like a day and work on small group stuff. And so during that day, he hangs with our video director and with our worship leaders and helping with youth ministry. And so, yeah, it's, it's been really cool getting to, to share and to pour in. And I love I'm, it. I'm really, I really love it. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm really like the, the spiritual side of things is really what I'm trying to like push in to our guy. I call him the intern or I call him Jack or we call him baby. We call him baby bear because when he was in ninth grade, he went to my wife's school. And when he was in ninth grade, from ninth grade to like he, if I was around, he had to be by my side. And so he, everybody said he was like my little baby bear. So we we call him baby bear. Um, but so he, um, yeah, so he's just been pouring into him spiritually because like I just, I've been so convicted and I, I shared it. So I do like, a, I go through the planning center map with everybody who's serving. And then I share like a devotional thought every mm-hmm. Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And like I've just really been convicted since our last coaching session talking about like, where's your flow? Like you, you will lead out of your overflow. 
whether you like it or not, you are going to lead out of your overflow, but where are you overflowing? Absolutely. And so man. like, I think one of the best ways to see where you're overflowing, get on your iPhone, click on screen time mm. and go look at whatever it is, is taking Cause it'll break it down because that's, those are the things like, is your Bible app up there or is it Facebook? Is it the Bible? For me, it's Twitch. I like to watch video games. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? But it's like, I look at how much time I'm spending watching video games. And then I look at how much time I'm in the, my Bible app and praying. And I'm like, ooh, something's mm-hmm. kind of out of whack right now. Fill so tank, I've been really fam. just, Fill yeah, I've just, I've been really taking some time with Jack. Like, hey, like, you know, you're only going to take people as far as you went during the week, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And again, though, like it goes back, like you will lead out of your overflow. It's just where is that overflow coming from? Mm-hmm. So for Brian and me, it's cheeseburgers, but <laughs> fry sauce from Ooh, Freddy's. Mm. Freddy's. Hey, Jamie Miller, Scott, Scott Longears joining us. What? Randy Miller. What? I know, right? It's a, who, it's a veritable, it's a veritable who's, who's who. A cornucopia. <laughs> cornucopia of awesome right now. Yeah. Thanks for joining you guys. Well, speaking of Scott Longear, you know, our coaching network is still free right now. Free. Gratis. Yeah, you can just go right to our website, uh, worshipprobs.com. I almost said fcog.com, mm. which would be like my last church. Right. <laughs> I don't know where that almost came out. So funny. But yeah, go to worshipprobs.com and click on the coaching tab. And so you get uh, uh, once a month, you join us for a uh, full on everybody shows up Zoom call. And we talk through different things. We're really focusing a lot on like your own personal leadership right now. And Mm -hmm. then we uh, Mm -hmm. break you out for another meeting during the month where you'll meet up with one of our WLP certified coaches and uh, try to get, you know, uh, whatever you do specific. So if like you're a production guy, we got Keith and or John or Dan you can go with. Or if you're a worship leader, we got all kinds of cool worship leaders you can be with. Awesomeness, man. You need to, if you're not doing it, go sign up. Don't be a doink. Join Um, us. Yeah. Like. We, we all know we get FOMO, you know what I mean? Like, so. It's good stuff. It really, it's been rich. I mean, in session two, we had a little surprise guest. We did. Chris cool. McClarney hopped in and led us in some, uh, some hallelujah for the cross. And uh, this is how I fight my battles. It was, it was awesome. It was so sweet, man. And we might so have uh, some more surprise guests for this next one. Maybe. Me, me, me. <laughs> Has Miller made an appearance on the podcast? Uh, if you listen closely, he's making an appearance right now because he is in the living room crying right now. So Randy Miller is joining us, and that is actually who I named my son after. Randy. Randy Miller. I mean, I say it's the whole family, but let's be honest, it's for Randy. It's Randy, but. the Velvet Hammer. Oh, yeah. Randy's got tones, too. Major tones. I mean. Pleasing. I mean, it's one, oh, he's it's got, one, one thing to have major tones, I but mean, to have pleasing tones. Yeah. I mean, did he sing at the Republican National Convention? He did. Maybe. He did. So whenever we go to restaurants and stuff like that, I'd be like, hey, you want to hear, hear something awesome? The people are like, what? The waitress would be like, he sang at the Republican <laughs> National Convention. You should have him sing something. <laughs> it's me every time. <laughs> so, um, all right. So what's going on? What, do you guys know when you're meeting? When um, you guys come back in mass, I think the plan gets finalized this week and rolled ro- rolled out to the congregation. But I don't, I don't know all the details. Gotcha. So, yeah, I can't, dude, I can't wait to hear from you after the first weekend because we met again this week. This is our second weekend, but it is an emotional experience, mm, man. Yeah, I bet it is. Stinking fantastic! 
It's the I base. I bet it is. I'm I'm kind of trying to prepare myself. myself yeah, dude. I'll just stand up there and cry the whole time. Kyle might have to go over 90 decibels. No, <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> well, big tasty. We got any uh prayer concerns this week? We do. We do. It's still kind of the live <laughs> oh, live I don't stream, care. Live stream I don't care. edition, but it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love oh, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got some. All right, y'all. Well, why don't we get into our fan favorite portion of the podcast we like to call Prayer Concerns. Every week on the Worship Leader Props podcast, we like to take some time and read all of the silly complaints that you guys get in the prayer section of your welcome cards. And so here's what's funny is like we talk to so many people that are like, I can't believe that so-and-so at the big church down the road, they're getting the exact same complaints that I am. Like it makes the world just feel a tad bit smaller when you realize like you're not alone doing this ministry thing. So uh, Big Tasty, what do we got this week? All right. Number one, number one. Uh, this church is going through a little bit of a construction project. And so they have a senior saint who's complaining that they've been streaming from the youth room instead of the sanctuary. And the same senior saint complains about the construction project that's taking place in the sanctuary. So it's like a six kind of cyclical, yeah, kind of a cyclical complaint from the senior saint. I, I, just I, had, I, I had a lady today go, Hey, can, what are the, big lights up there. I'm like, which one? She goes, the ones that are blinding me. I go, you mean the blinders? <laughs> That's literally what they're called. She goes, yes. And I was like, do you like them? She goes, yes. <laughs> wow. She goes, she goes like this, but then the minute they turn off, then her hands go up in the air. It's the best thing in the entire world. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Number two, number two, prayer concern number right. two. We had a complaint about the drums that were not mic'd being too loud. <laughs> so we bought and installed a soundproof roof and booth, uh, just had the drums running through mics through the system. And I kid you not, the same person complained that they couldn't hear the drums any longer. <laughs> Dude, I just, church ministry, baby. That's it. That man. is that is church ministry in a nutshell. Same person. <laughs> The drums are too loud, <laughs> but now I can't hear them. <laughs> oh Make your mind. Oh my goodness. Okay. Number three, prayer concern. Number three, I'm disappointed that the worship team isn't wearing masks. <laughs> uh, that's weird. Dude, down here, I would say less than 5% of the people showing up are wearing masks. Wow. It's, it's shocking how many people are not wearing masks. Wow. Florida's a wild, wacky place, isn't it? It is. It is. But Florida with a mask. Oh, okay. Here, okay. So check this out. So I'm wearing a mask, right? Because we've asked our staff members to wear a mask. And so obviously I look ridiculous with like, you know, the beard hanging underneath. <laughs> I had so many older women come up and go, oh, you just look adorable today. I'm like, so what? I had to cover my face to look adorable. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Right? So, okay, you know, this is a sidebar. Sidebar. I do not put a lot of uh, stickers and stuff on my car. Okay. okay. I'll be totally straight with you. I also live about an hour away from my church. And yeah, sometimes you don't want me repping your brand when I'm on the highway. And I, I that's a character flaw. I'm working on it. <laughs> um, so our one of our meme friends, okay, uh, the best Christian memes 
Okay. Uh, he also runs an account called The Happy Givers. And so they're, it's a ministry in Puerto Rico. They're doing incredible things, clean water and helping rebuild Puerto Rico and all kinds of stuff. So he sent us a bunch of masks. Okay. Okay. That are from his ministry and they say, be kind. Okay. So now the guy who won't put bumper stickers on his car because I don't want to be a bad example. Now I'm wearing a mask around that says be kind in giant letters. And it's, it's like walking accountability. I love it, dude. I love it. So would you say riding with you is a tasty treat? (laughs) It can be. If you, if you like to go fast, a little Ricky Bobby moment. Well, the texting and driving is what freaked me out, but that's another story for another day. (laughs) Okay. Back to it. Okay. Prayer concern number four. Number three. I'm going to floor the hazer with the fan at max for dramatic effect when we meet in person on June 28th. (laughs) So that's more of a a venting from a staff member, like a production guy. He's going to just floor it. Oh, watch out for the corn allergies. <laughs> I forgot about that one was so good. That was so good. Oh. Okay. This is the last one. Number five. The I last to end. The last prayer concern. I don't want it to end. <laughs> okay, number five. My husband is the pastor, and my daughter typed, and I quote. My parents are making out right now on the live stream chat. <laughs> the pastor and the pastor's wife making out. <laughs> that is fantastic. That is the best. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for participating in our prayer concerns. Um, if you'd like us to read your prayer concern live here on the Worship Leader Probs podcast, all you have to do is go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concern tab. And uh, from there, there's a quick and easy form you can fill out. We don't ask for your name or your church's name. It is 100% completely anonymous. So, guys, right. thank you always for joining us. So, bro, have you heard the song? Have you listened to Bethel's new album yet? I have not. Dude, there's a song Good. out there called Anything is Possible. Mm. Fire. Nice. Fire. So, so good. Have you have you guys done Holy Water yet? No, I want <laughs> I want to. We did uh God So Loved. Oh, that's good. By them on uh for Easter weekend, which which was nice. Great. Slapped. Great, great. It slapped. Slapped. Yeah. We did um we did Holy Water this morning. Good Gosh. stuff. Oh yeah. Blind. Nice. I hopped into your stream this morning. <gasps> oh, did you? I gave you some love, buddy. Oh, did you? Yep. Oh, I love you too. Hey, all right, my man. So you got your hat? Whoa. Uh, yeah. It's the best. What are you thinking? It okay. So, you know, if you go to the the online store at worshipleaderprobs.com, we now have hats. BT's wearing one right now, and Brian he he's an admitted self admitted like hat snob. I'm a hat snob. These are high quality hats. I was I was I was pretty impressed. You can go regular like, hat, you can go flat bill, but they're all flex fit. Oh yeah. I still don't Small, think I can medium, pull off a flat bill. Large extra large. I bet you could. I think you could. I, no. The I mean, beard, I think the beard brings it all together, my man. Wouldn't this be what it looks like? <laughs> what is that? Is that goldfish? No, it was a Nutrisystem cheese puffs. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I think you I think you hat. could I think you could go flat bill. Okay. Well, I don't know. But you guys should go get get a hat right now. Do and it. Send Brian and I to the Caribbean. 
because we're still waiting for a, a lot of hats. Uh, but a lot of hats. <laughs> well, especially for the way you eat. So, well, guys, <laughs> we are about to jump into episode two with Steve Amerson, and uh, it, it's good. I think there's going to be some things in there that you're going to make. It's going to make you think a little bit. Yep, it's going to push you. Uh, so, so yeah, push you a little bit. And so, man, hopefully it starts a conversation. And so, hey, here is part two with Steve Amerson. I, I'm 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 struggling these days. I I I'll say this and then I'll shut up and let you guys ask more questions. I think that worship music in churches these days has never been performed any better. Hmm. And I don't think that worship music in the church has ever been performed any better. And I'm concerned about that. And we've... Yeah, Mike, can I disagree with you on that? Absolutely. So, like, to me growing up, I grew up in the church with the 100-member choir, the 40-piece orchestra. Like, to me, that was performed much better than what I experience now with just a five-piece band and a couple of singers. Like, to me, that was so much more of a performance than what I experience these days. Okay. Um, uh, I guess I'd, I'd, I'd come back and go, did, 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 you know, they weren't concerned about their inner ears and the click and all the lighting and smoke. In fact, I tell you what, I don't know if you guys saw when Franklin Graham and Michael W. Smith did a thing at the tents in New York City. The, the Samaritan's Purse went in and put up tents. And Franklin and Smitty went in. Smitty sang a couple songs. And I'm watching this on TV and I'm weeping because there were no lights. There was, there was, there was, there was, Smitty just sat there at the keyboard and he worshiped. Mm. And see, we, we now, most churches have a producer of worship. They're, they're, they're the ones doing all the details. So I hear your point, Jeremy. I get it. I, I, I think that there is certainly a performance aspect in that. But I, I, fear, I fear that we've gotten to the place where if it's a good mix in my ears, then it's good worship. Okay. And I'm looking around in the room. I'm I'm looking at people and I'm going, are they singing? I, are, are they really participating? And what the heck? I'm sorry. Why do the lights need to be down? Which to me adds again to the whole performance. It's like we've been sucked in by the culture. You know, let's let's dim the lights where people can be free. My gosh, why can't we ought to be encouraging people to worship in the light, not in the darkness? Mm. Um, but my, my concern is, I look around the room, room, and I see so many people just standing there, and it's like worship is being performed for them, as opposed to bringing them in. One of the worship leaders I, I went to this church for a while, and between verses and phrases, she would kind of moan and and so forth. And I'm like, what is that about? When I started to say earlier, the publishers years ago, when the first, when some of the Christian artists started to release worship albums, the publishers went, ah, 
that, that's where we need to go next. And so you saw this, this, you know, just all these uh, artists, Christian artists, doing worship albums. I don't, I don't have a problem with them doing that. But we took a bunch of personal songs. Our, our, our vocabulary of Christian music, psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Some songs are testimony songs, and some songs are songs that are corporate worship songs that we all can agree upon. And it's like we took some of these artist personal testimony songs and we made them congregational songs. And I can't relate to that, that experience that that artist wrote about. And it was at those time, at that point in time that we lost great Christian songwriting. The, guy, in, in, the, the, the guys that were, a lot of them based in Nashville, who used to write great stuff that would reach a broad segment of the church, the, the publisher said, eh, let's just do worship stuff. And we lost a lot. We, we lost stuff that was being created for churches, for choirs, for orchestras. Uh, I, it, it concerns me that there are so many. We've lost the power of, of instrumentalists and singers being on the platform helping to lead in worship. That concerns me. And I think this is a, a really, uh, I think this is an important conversation because there's a, there's a lot of people in a lot of churches who feel exactly like you feel. And how do we, uh, as worship leaders and people who are crafting the experience, how do we lead everyone in worship? You know, we've, we, and I, I'm looking at myself, I'm a guy who crafts experiences every week. And uh, I, I know probably there are weeks where I'm guilty of leaving out segments of the congregation. And I need to be well, I think, that. But I think the question, I mean, you can always strive for it, but can you ever hit the mark? Yeah. It, it, like, is it fully possible, forgive me for using this term, but in the attempt of including everybody, you're going to exclude everybody. You know what I mean? Like you can't reach everybody. You know what I mean? Like sometimes in the attempt to reach everyone, you end up reaching no one. I, the closest I've ever seen it done, like, so, like again, I grew up in the church with excellence and the big choir and like all that kind of stuff. And then choir kind of fell out in the church a little bit. And I was the guy that was like, oh gosh, please no more choir. But then what was it, Brian? Three years ago, four years ago at the experience conference, Anthony Evans Jr. was up singing and he had a 300 member choir behind him. And it was not your traditional choir. There were no robes. There was no perfect three-part harmony. It was a praise choir behind big band, maybe one of the most powerful worship experiences I've ever sat through. So like there is some truth somewhere in the middle of what it looks like to be blended. Blending is not one song is a old fashioned hymn. And then it goes to, you know, uh, Jesus never fails, and then back. So throw it back to the choir. That's a variety show, and I don't think that is pleasing. But what does it look like to take the best parts of what happened 30 years ago with the best parts that are happening now to create this new thing that honors and gives God glory in all of it? You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, it, it is a, it's a crazy, crazy thing to try to go after. But I mean, it's what we're called to do. Yeah, and yeah. I always, I always looked at it as setting the table yeah 
you know, it's like as the worship, as the guys who craft and gals who craft the service, you're kind of, in a sense, you're preparing a meal. The service is the meal. You're setting the table and you're asking the people to come and dine. And, uh, you know, when you sit down and eat a meal, if you eat all cake, that's not a balanced meal. If you right. eat all meat, it's not a balanced meal. You know what I mean? And that's, that has always been my uh, intent. I, pr I probably don't hit that mark every week, um, but that has always been my, my goal, I guess, my heart. Okay, so Steve, um, as we're kind of coming down to the, the top of the hour here, what would you like to impart on the, the worship leaders, the production leaders today? Like we always ask the question to everybody, like if we can get everybody in, in one room, you know what I'm saying? Like get all the production guys, get all the volunteers, all your worship leaders. And we gave you a mic, like what? Cause it's obvious you're very passionate about where you see the church is right now. So if you have that opportunity to be able to impart some wisdom back to them, what would you say? Two things. Um, one, be very careful what you ask your people to sing. We've lost the printed hymnal. And it's not about a published book, but for that hymnal to be put together, there was a hymnal committee of musicians and theologians that looked at the songs and said, is this a good melody? Is this something that will last, that has, you know, content? Yeah. Yeah. And we had theologians that looked at the lyric and said, is this, does this line up with scripture? We've lost that filter. I mean, someone could write a song the night before the service, say, God gave me that song, and that could be questionable. And then, you know, put it on the overhead and teach, their, teach it to their congregation the next morning. And it may not be all that great of a song, and theologically, it may not be all that sound. Mm -hmm. All of that to say, be careful what you ask your people to sing. Yeah, amen. That's your good. Job, your, your job as a worship leader is so vital. It is so important. And you can't take your people any place that you have not already been. Yeah, man, come on. All right. When you, stand up, when you stand up on a Sunday morning, if you haven't already been in before the presence of God, it's going to be really hard to direct people in the right direction when you've not been there. And the second thing, final thing would be, it's not about you. It's right. not about you. And... Good. Stop! Stop trying to look like every other contemporary worship leader. Oh yeah, come Comb on. Comb your hair, tuck in your shirt. I mean, <laughs> you know, look, look at, look at Jimmy Fallon and all the late night hosts and so forth. We've got this thing where you have to have a certain look. Look at those guys. They're wearing three. They're wearing suits and ties and so forth. And we've got it that in our mind that we have to have this look if we're going to stand up there and lead worship. It's not about you. Don't do a bunch of jive between verses and choruses. Just stand up and then get out of the way. Stand up and disappear and let them see God. Amen. Oof. That's good, dude. Not that I not that I have an opinion. Not that I really have an opinion. <laughs> I love it. Bring, man. bring it to fire, dude. Bring it to hey, fire. Let me say this. I could be totally wrong. 
look, I could be, I, I, I know I'm older, you know, than probably a lot of the worship leaders that are, I, and probably the, your viewership has dropped off. You know, I said, oh, this guy's crazy. But <laughs> you know what? I, I could be wrong. I, I could be wrong, but I just know that it's really important what we ask people to say. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, Steve, where can, where can people follow you and, and get in touch with your music and all of those things? Are, are these going to be hate, hate emails or no? No, <laughs> no you just it. send those to bigtasty at yes, tastymail.com. Right. <laughs> no, if, if people want to talk to me or know more, they can email me directly at steve at steveamerson.com. A-M-E-R-S-O-N, steve at steveamerson.com. Uh, they can go to my website, steveamerson.com. None of the stuff there is true. I made it all up. Uh, but <laughs> if, they, if people want to know more. And by the way, let me just say this. I'm now traveling to the Capitol twice a month, and I lead a worship service in the Capitol for members That's of cool. Congress and staff, uh, people that work on the Hill. Obviously, I'm not doing it right now, but I should be going back the last week of June. And what I do when I'm there, I write handwritten notes of encouragement, 200 each trip, and I deliver them to offices on the House and Senate side, both Republicans and Democrats. I'm just wow. there to be an encourager. So I, I do that twice a month engage with members of Congress and lead a worship service in the Capitol. If, if any of your uh, folks are ever in Washington, D.C. on a Wednesday night and want to attend a worship service in the Capitol, uh, they can contact me and uh, we'll get them in. Man, that's fantastic. How, what kind of participation level do you see at the worship service? Uh, we will have, uh, we'll have anywhere from maybe eight people to 150 people. Depends upon the night. Wow. We may wow. have no members of Congress. We may have eight or 10 members of Congress. Yeah. It depends on what's going on. We had as many as 170 pastors come from California. Wow. And worship, oh, wow. in, worship in the Capitol, then we, in, in room 122, which is the speaker's dining room, private dining room, then we go into the rotunda. And in the rotunda, we sing and pray and take the Lord's Supper in the rotunda on Wednesday wow. nights. Wow. We love, we love bringing believers from around the country in there. And when I'm leading worship for that, I basically sing songs that people know. Mm -hmm. hymns and contemporary because i think in those kind of kind of settings it's important to have immediate kind of uh success yeah. when, when you're yeah. bringing people from desperate or from disparate uh you know congregations and so forth but uh, i'm doing that if people ever come to dc and they want to um, see some republicans and some democrats worshiping uh i'd invite them to come and and uh join in man that's awesome thanks for doing that by the way that's incredible. And thanks for taking time to join us today. This has been a great conversation, seriously. And uh, I, I, I'm not afraid of, of uh, people challenging us. I think this is great. We need to be challenged. We need to be, uh, you know, we've said often, you know, we're putting theology on the lips of our people. We need to, um, we need to be very, very cautious and careful in, in uh, how we select that theology. So, man, thanks for, thanks for pushing us. Yeah, I love it, man. They're vital conversations too, and I think with the season we're in now with COVID stuff, like these are the times to be having these conversations because I yep. think the Lord does not want us to go back to business as usual. Yeah, there's a retooling happening. That's for sure. Yeah, people, people so. are afraid of what they don't know, and and if they don't, and so so traditional worship people don't understand and know contemporary stuff, so they're afraid of it. And contemporary worship leaders, they don't understand how that's done in the, in the traditional world. They may not know those chords. They may not even know how to read music. They may just read a chart with, with words and chords on it. 
So they're all, we, we need to not be afraid of what we don't know. Absolutely. That's right. That's why yeah. us, us new guys, we just cross all those chords off the court sheet. We don't know. You know, <laughs> flat minor seven diminished six. Just skip need that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just lift your hands and close your eyes when you get to that chord. Right. That's right, man. We'll leave that down turn. So. That's Stevie Boy. Awesome. So good, man. So passionate. Good. Yeah, and he is a and seriously, go check out some of his 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 vocals are so good, man. I will find my way. Yeah. Okay, and remember from part I think this he shared this in episode one, when the three tenors were getting together, yeah, they gave them all demos of somebody singing their part. And the singer on the demo, Steve Amerson. Steve Amerson. Over 150 feature films he sung in kidding me i I haven't even seen in one yet and he's got 150 (laughs) i can't believe that you uh that you haven't been in one yet i know it's ridiculous i think i would have liked to have been in moana i love the music of moana it's good it's really good if i could have been the one to sing how far i'll go that movie would have went what triple the, platinum. What is the song that Coach Records, she breathed in helium. Records. She breathed in helium and then sang, she sang a song from Moana. We memed it. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 83 of the Worship Leader Props podcast. Hey, if you're listening to this thing right now and you have not liked and or subscribed, please do that right now. Uh, it helps with all the algorithms that help us get found. Also, tell your friends. Tell your mom, tell your grandma. I don't care. We just want people listening. So, uh, guys, we're just so thankful for you, the Worship Leader Probs Nation. And until next time, see ya. Deuces.